Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When it comes to video games, there is one thing that both publishers, developers, and the general industry at large wants you to do, and that is to never stop playing. If you're playing, then that means that you're investing time into their games, as well as emotions, and sometimes your payment details as well. So the last thing they want to do is stop the action, right? Well, wrong, because sometimes they can be used to great effect for different reasons. So let's take a look at them. As I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 moments that literally stopped video games. Number 10. Finding Meryl's Codec Frequency Metal Gear Solid Hideo Kojima's Metal Gear Solid franchise is jam-packed with moments which quite literally stop the show, peeling back the fourth wall and having a little wink with the player. But one that actually stopped many players from progressing at all occurred early in the original Metal Gear Solid, where Colonel Campbell asked the player to contact his niece Meryl by codec. To obtain her codec frequency, Campbell suggests that you look on the back of the CD case, which many players assumed was just a reference to the M disc given to Solid Snake by Kenneth Baker a little earlier on in the game, but there's no way to interact with the MO disc, leaving countless players stumped on how the hell to actually reach Meryl. Beyond simply brute forcing a solution by trying every single codec frequency manually, it turns out that the number you needed to call, which is 140.15, is quite literally on the back cover of the game case itself. So if you rented Metal Gear Solid or played a dodgy copy, you'd need to run to your local video game store and take a quick gander at the back of their case, because this was 1990 where large swathes of the population didn't yet have home internet connections. Imagine that. Number 9. Sanity Effects Eternal Darkness Sanity's Requiem Eternal Darkness Sanity's Requiem was a highly innovative action horror game released for the GameCube back in 2002, with gameplay focused around an ingenious sanity effect mechanic. Basically, the more the player is spotted by enemy creatures, the more their sanity will deteriorate, eventually triggering reality-bending hallucinations, some of which quite literally stopped the game dead. These include a blue screen of death flashing up, an attempt to convince you that your TV is turned off, fake resetting the game complete with the GameCube boot system, pretending to delete your save data, dropping a fake ending, and telling you that your controller has become unplugged. And naturally, in 2002, masses of players were fooled by these brilliant breaks in gameplay, and while we'd like to think of ourselves as much savvier today, the ingenuity of these effects remains no less brilliant. Number 8. G-Man's Heart to Heart Speech Half-Life 2 Episode 2 Anyone who's played a Half-Life game will surely be aware of the shady interdimensional figure known as the G-Man, who typically shows up at the beginning and slash or end of most Half-Life games to interact with the protagonist, Gordon Freeman. But Half-Life 2 Episode 2 sees a rare mid-game appearance from the G-Man, where he employs his ambiguous supernatural abilities to freeze time and speak to Gordon. While the alien creatures known as the Vortigaunts are busily healing a badly wound Alex Vance, G-Man interjects to chat with Gordon, even joking that stop 
stopping time while Alex is being healed probably wasn't the most opportune choice of moment. G-Man's cryptic monologue suggests Alex's importance in the bigger picture of the story, before he then turns his attention to Alex herself, implanting a message into her subconsciousness that she must tell her father Eli to prepare for unforeseen consequences. After this, G-Man disappears and time unfreezes, with neither the Vortigaunts nor Alex having any conscious idea of what the hell just happened. Number 7. The Nuke Gets Dropped Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare It's basically a cliché at this point that most Call of Duty campaigns feature some sort of shock value moment intended to leave the player picking their jaws up off the floor. But back when Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare was released, players hadn't yet come to expect such self-consciously bleak mic drop moments. Fans instead expected gung-ho military fetishism ad nauseum, which developer Infinity Ward terrifically subverted in the mid-game mission Shock and Awe. Here, players control Sergeant Paul Jackson as he attempts to apprehend a villain who may may be in possession of a nuclear device. Unfortunately, the high-octane mission ends in disaster as a nuke is detonated while Jackson and his squad attempt to evacuate the city, causing their chopper to crash. Though players understandably assume that Jackson will have somehow survived, what follows is a devastating two-minute interactive cutscene as an irradiated near-death Jackson stumbles around the leveled locale before falling over dead. It's a rare, truly haunting moment in a Call of Duty game that let players experience something totally counter to the series' trademark jingoistic hero worship, hitting pause on the Michael Bay-inspired first-person shooter mayhem for a strangely solemn, mournful sequence. Number 6. Conker Talks to the Programmers Conker's Bad Fur Day now, Conker's Bad Fur Day is a wonderfully irreverent mascot platformer from the fine folks at Rare, and concludes with one of the most hilarious fourth wall shattering sequences in video game history. Now, at the end of the game, Conker battles a creature bearing a not remotely subtle resemblance to Alien Xenomorph, and just as the creature lunges at Conker to finish him, the game freezes. Indeed, the game itself has locked up, and Conker turns to the camera to crack jokes about their QA departments having taken the day off, before he then starts talking directly to the game's programmers. Conker promises them that he won't tell anyone about the lockup if they can give him what he wants, a samurai sword to defeat the alien, and they comply, and so Conker is able to, with the game still frozen, lop the defenseless alien's head clean off. At that point, the game resumes and Conker is crowned king, though before he can ask the programmers to also bring his beloved dead girlfriend Berry back to life, it appears that they've already taken their leave. What a bummer. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates 
fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Number five, the Wachowskis rewrite the ending, The Matrix Path of Neo. The Matrix Path of Neo is a pretty fun whistle-stop tour through the Wachowskis' beloved sci-fi action movie trilogy, though it takes a pretty hard left turn right at the end of the game. In the middle of the final boss fight against Agent Smith, just as Neo prepares to sacrifice himself in order to defeat Smith, as in the third movie, The Matrix Revolutions, the gameplay is suddenly interrupted. The scene shifts to a brilliant white space where two blocky humanoid figures show up and introduce themselves as the Wachowskis. They insist that while such an act of sacrifice works in a movie, it's air quotes lame in a video game, and so I've come up with an alternate boss fight for you, or as they put it, 15 minutes of sweaty, palmed, button-pushing action to kick the crap out of some big badass boss. The action then shifts back to the game for a frankly absurd final boss fight, where Agent Smith turns into a skyscraper-sized, mechanoid version of himself, piloted by his many duplicates and even rocking his own pair of comically oversized sunglasses. It is insanely goofy, and yet just absolutely bloody entertaining in its own right. Number 4. John Marston's Last Stand Red Dead Redemption Red Dead Redemption touts arguably the strongest ending to any Rockstar game. When protagonist John Marston holds his desperate last stand against the Bureau of Investigation's Edgar Ross and his army of goons, John sends his family away to escape and then opens his barn door to face Ross and his many men once and for all. At this moment, the player enters Dead Eye Mode, the ultra slow motion aiming mechanic that grinds time to a halt, allowing them to paint a number of Ross's men with targets. But of course, the numbers game is simply too overwhelming, and though you might manage to gun down several of John's assailants, there are just too many guns pointed at our gunslinger protagonist for him to make it out alive. John is then riddled with bullets and quickly dies from his injuries. Which would make for a pretty unbearably tragic ending, right? Well, fret not, because there is an epilogue where John's grown son Jack is able to mete out sweet revenge by killing a retired Ross. Number 3. Lara Kills the Camera Tomb Raider 2 now, this one is really weird and doesn't merely see the protagonist stopping the game to speak to the audience, but also appearing to literally kill the game itself. Now, Tomb Raider 2's epilogue sees Lara defending her home against a fleet of Bartoli's armed invaders, and after doing so, players are finally treated to the real ending. Lara is running her shower and about to remove her clothes, at which point she turns to the leering camera and says, don't you think you've seen enough, and then fires a bloody shotgun at the audience. While this is ultimately more of a wink-wink joke about all of the first game's fake nude Lara Croft codes, considering we see the camera fall to the floor when Lara shoots, we're left to assume that she literally ended the game by murdering the cameraman, or maybe the player by extension. In a series that hasn't ever shown much of a penchant for breaking the fourth wall, it's all the more bizarre. Number 2. The Giraffes, The Last of Us 
The Last of Us is a masterpiece of video game pacing, knowing just when to ramp up the tension and when to give players a moment to breathe. But there's a single moment so utterly stunning in its artistry and composition that it basically stops the game and the player cold in their tracks. At the beginning of the final act, Ellie discovers a herd of giraffes in Salt Lake City, providing a brief moment of unmitigated joy in a game that so often focuses on the ugliest aspects of humanity. Now, considering that players were conditioned to be very much on their guard by this point, many surely expected Ellie to be unwittingly leading the pair into a trap, but instead players are just free to hang out and watch these beautiful creatures for as long as they like before then continuing on with their journey. As a breather for the game's relentless brutality, this was very much welcome. If you stopped the game here and just imagined a tranquil future for Joel and Ellie, well, nobody would have blamed you. And number one, Scarecrow's fake crash, Batman Arkham Asylum. Batman Arkham Asylum was a major landmark for superhero video games, and amongst its most acclaimed set pieces is the series of nightmarish hallucinations the caped crusader suffers after being exposed to Scarecrow's toxin. The third nightmare sequence even offers up the most ingenious subversion of video games themselves by having the screen suddenly glitch in an incredibly believable and realistic way. The screen remains frozen for a few seconds before cutting to black, during which time many players probably assumed that the game had actually locked up on them, but a few seconds later, gameplay resumes in a delirious cutscene as Batman hallucinates his own capture and murder at the hands of the Joker. Honestly, what better way to sell Batman's own fear to players than by making them believe that their game is broken and that their save might also be corrupted as well? Because that is absolutely terrifying. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.